0: the new black society podcast with nate wilson providing key insights to the most important stories affecting the black community here's your host
1: nate wilson welcome to the new black society podcast episode number nine this is a very special episode i've got a very special 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 guest uh imagine you're a black woman and you've been told that you'll never be spinal cord injuries, and yet 18 months later, after rehab, you walk with no assistance. Imagine being in the midst of extreme racial trauma and in the midst of a global pandemic and still finding a way within three months to buy nearly 100 acres of land and build what is a new town, a new city of Black excellence from scratch. Well, you haven't even begun to scratch the surface of getting to the extraordinary lives of Renee Walters, who is currently serving as the president of the Freedom Georgia Initiative. She's with me alongside another special, special guest, Ashley Nicole Scott, who is a visionary entrepreneur, a creative executive, realtor, and CEO of the Mobile Mavens an Atlanta based full service marketing agency. And she's currently serving as the vice president of the Freedom Georgia Initiative. My guests, two extraordinary, fantastic, visionary, beautiful black women, Ashley, Nicole Scott, and Renee Walters. How are you today?
0: How are you doing,
2: How
1: are you doing today? I am so good. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Okay, so let's get into this, because I don't think that the audience understands how quickly you are able to get this done. Uh, Because it's September now. You saw the property June 8th. 2020. uh, Renee, you sent Ashley a post about this property. And one week later, on June 15th, you went to the open house. You saw the 96 acres. You decided that it was right for you. The next day, you met with legal counsel. You got some lawyers. You discussed the options, the policies, and the procedures. And then the following day, on the 17th of June, You sent out emails and calls. You set up a Zoom meeting. You had 20 prospects on the Freedom Georgia land acquisition, which is what you decided to call it. The next day, after your Zoom meeting, 19 families joined the call. You had 10 families sign on immediately. Then you had another Zoom meeting, and then you had another 17 members on board. You discussed how to buy it financially. By June 25th, You created an LLC, you registered it with the Georgia Secretary of State, and on June 29th, you submitted the offer. So in less than a month, you saw it, you got people together, you got legal counsel, you started an LLC, you made an offer. And then by the 1st of July, not even one month after seeing the property, you purchased it, you got it. You've spent a couple days zoning the ordinances, speaking with the Tombsboro leaders. You inspected the property. And on July 24th, you closed. So we're talking about less than two months that you were able to do that. How do you develop the mindset, the thought process in making this type of thing happen?
2: Things seem to always work in our favor. That's just kind of how we roll as the children of God, you know? So that's how we decided to to do it and not to delay and to do it quickly and expeditiously. And I'm, I'm a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, skiing mm. to all my sisters out there. We don't play. We like to be first.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> that. That is very, very true. And part of the process was raising $88,000. Is that correct?
2: no 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 actually um we had to raise a little bit less than that we just we we raise we're raising eighty eight thousand dollars now so that we can bring some benches and gazebo's and that kind of thing to the land to make it more hospitable for the events that we have going on such as our big black camp out Um, But no, that's not what we did. We collectively raised our money together. um, And each family um, gave, you know, what they could give. Some people gave more, some people uh, and the rest of us kind of gave an equal amount so that we could get the amount that we needed to purchase the land with. And um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't millions of dollars. It was a pretty good deal. So we were able to make it happen relatively easy between the 19 families that we had.
1: Okay. So, and, and that's a very important detail. Uh, you had a Zoom meeting um, and then like uh, th- I think 19 j- families joined the call and then you had 10 families sign on immediately. So it's already clear that you guys have a fantastic network in and of itself if, if 10 people are signing on immediately. So you're saying that between the 19 families, they put up enough for the down payment to purchase the land.
2: Right, that's exactly what we did.
1: Okay, and then you formed it and and purchased it through the LLC, I'm going to presume. Yes. Uh, Okay.
2: Got it right. Mm
1: -hmm. I got it right. All right, I understand. All right. (laughs) And then you got it under contract, and then you spend the next 14 days, you research and you zone the ordinances, and you speak with the tombs borough leaders, and you inspect the property. What was that process like, you know, speaking with some of the leaders? Is that... Is Tombsboro a diverse community?
2: Yes, absolutely. Tombsboro, well, first of all, it's only 495 people or so there. And of that small community, it's 70% African-American.
1: Interesting. um, There is
2: a uh, black mayor, shout out to Mayor Joyce Denson, Um, Mm -hmm. there's a black chief of police, and even in the county of Wilkinson County, three of the um, three of the Commissioners out of the five commissioners are actually African American as well, so it is a very black and, and neighborhood. It's very diverse. One of the things we noticed right away was the fact that there were lots of interracial families and people mm. who, um, you know, had uh, mixed grandbabies. And people were very kind, and it was a small and charming community. So honestly, we've been back and forth even to Dublin, which is the closest. Um, we're the closest local kind of Walmart and shopping centers are. And everybody's been super kind. Um, and honestly, we spoke to Mayor Joyce Denson when uh, we were doing our due diligence and researching whether or not this would be a good investment for us. And she was super down to earth, very kind, very forthcoming with us, telling us that they are interested in bringing development And they want the right kinds of development that can bring jobs and that can bring and instill a new sense of pride back into the city of tombsboro and so while we didn't actually purchase inside the city limits of tombsboro the Mm -hmm. attention and the things that we're doing with building this idea of a future city of freedom georgia is absolutely bringing um, attention to tombsboro that will be beneficial and that, and that's what we hope to do. We hope to be able to bring um, the attention to Tombsboro that can help their local economy and the local people there be able to benefit from the traction and all of the things that we're bringing like our big black camp out for instance. Um, mm-hmm. They've been looking for activities like that. So it's great to be able to provide the needs of the community um, and entertaining and, and creating social experiences and, and being good neighbors in our new um in our new uh in our new digs
1: <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely so let me read you something that i saw in the in the press release and then i'll kind of follow up with the question it said along with the development process comes hiring a team to build roads pavilions gazebos benches as well as diggle well for water, create a small camping supply store, connect electricity, and install Wi-Fi capabilities. Uh, FGI for Freedom Georgia Institute has committed to prioritizing Black-owned, women-owned, and veteran-owned contractors and vendors to complete development. How much of a challenge has it been to find some reliable quality contractors under that umbrella, Black-owned, woman-owned, vet-owned businesses, to do things like digging wells, building roads, setting up electrical grids. Has there been a challenge? Has it been smooth?
2: Well, we just got started. Remember, we just closed on the land (laughs) on the 24th. So far, the only thing we've gotten in there is clearing some of the roads and uh, the land out so that we could comfortably camp. And we did manage to work with a a diverse team. It, It was half black, half white. And our mm. friend Patrick said that, you know, uh, Clay there is, he might as well be a black man. So we were like, we would it, we like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> So we, um, you know, we are bringing in a lot of resources because of all of the attention that we've been getting. So we know that we have brilliant black talent all over the place. And they have been reaching out in droves to provide the opportunity to bid and try to get in where they can fit in to help us with all these things. So we're really excited. Like, I want to definitely shout out Kelly uh, White. She has uh, stepped up to help share her insight as an advisor around um, utilities and solar power initiatives. And and that's the kind of stuff that we hope to do is be innovative and eco-friendly and we believe that you know black talent can help us to do that and we've had you know community design solutions who came on as a sponsor um Mm. they're helping to create the renderings and doing the architecture and master Mm. design plans so it people came to us and it was more than we could have ever expected and while we would love it if we had more Uh, Local resources, such as our friend Jessica Lewis at Mobu Mobu Enterprises and Shipping Living. She's partnered with us to help us develop our container homes, and she's in Macon. She's also helping us with our our apprenticeship program so we can teach people how to build shipping container homes. We really would love Mm -hmm. it if there were more local businesses that we could support, but the fact of the matter is, people are coming out from all over the country to bring their talents to the table some people are just like we'll do it for free we just want to support the movement and that is really really encouraging and exciting
1: mm. all right so i i mean that that really answers a lot of the questions that i had ahead of, but that's okay because you seem like you're a very prepared woman and in speaking of preparation um i see that you know one of the things you just mentioned was the fact that you know you got you you ladies have affirmations and you affirm together uh which i found to be very interesting how important is it to you to do affirmations and to uh, participate in meditation on a daily basis
2: it's essential um We've been doing it now. I know I've been doing it now for at least five years, and even before that, I was probably doing it and not knowing I was doing it. But we um we just kind of connected with this group millionaire minded. It's ran by um a uh, an amazing sales master named Hazik Ali here in Atlanta, Georgia, and the whole millionaire minded family has just been instrumental in helping us to just build that mental muscle of being able to overcome every challenge, of being able to to be clear that we serve, you know, millions of people around the world is one of the affirmations that we've been saying every day. And we've been getting emails from hundreds of people. It, it, it's essential. I mean, having those affirmations and calling those things that be not as though they were is the only way to make things manifest in your life. And then having the belief in the actions to go with it makes the wor- a world of difference.
1: I agree, I agree 100%. Meditation and, and, and subconscious work and affirmations is something that I do every single day. Uh, I think it's very interesting, I do it alone But uh, joining a group and doing it as a group, I think there's power in numbers and there's greater energy in numbers as well. Uh, So it's definitely something to consider uh, for the audience out there. If you're not affirming, if you're not praying, if you're not starting your day off with gratitude and thanks and, you know, believing and focusing on the things that you want, you're missing out a little bit, you know, get get into it and, and watch how things attract to you. Uh, I would certainly recommend that. One thing that I was really interested in was uh, how you were able to really overcome. I read about you had a tragic fall from the attic, and it was a moment that impacted your life. Uh, you were told that you weren't going to walk again. Uh, but then 18 months later, you were able to walk on your own power. Can you take us through the process of when you first heard that, you know, uh, prediction? and what you did afterwards to basically defy what you were being told.
0: I was walking mm. within like uh, less than a year unassisted, not 18 months. It was like maybe 10 months, I wanna say.
1: Wow, 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 wow. That, I mean, and, and do you feel like um, you know, affirmations and meditations helped you with that process or was it just kind of ingrained in you from the very beginning?
0: I would say it was kind of in brandon from the very very beginning i wasn't really into um, meditation that much until after my accident so um i think that's when the affirmations and things like that started um because i I didn't really do a lot of affirmations beforehand Mm -hmm. i was just so determined not to um have my children's life be altered because of me being disabled i just knew that i wanted us to be as normal as possible
1: Mm Okay, so yeah, I mean, normal as possible is something that we're all striving for, uh, especially in this 2020. Uh, this year has been nothing short of just absolutely crazy. Every single time I go to social media, I hear about somebody uh, passing, whether it's somebody as a celebrity or somebody who I know personally. Uh, I, I imagine it might be the same for you. Uh, there's been a global pandemic, as we all know. And of course, it was uh, Ahmad Arbery who was killed in Georgia, right? Um, now he was killed maybe closer to the. F- I understand, Renee. You're from Chicago. Yes,
0: the South Side. Okay,
1: died. you're from Chicago, from the Shy. And Ashley, uh, like myself, is from Philly. I think I, I think that's true, right, Ashley? Yeah,
2: that's
1: true. West Philadelphia. West Philadelphia. You know, I can hear the accent. I can hear it. I I just knew, Um, and I thought that was pretty interesting for me personally, because um, on my podcast, I tell you about out of the last seven or eight pods that I've had, um, three of my guests have been from Chicago, and maybe two of them have been from Philly, so me being from Philly, um, I hear a lot of perspectives about growing up in Chicago, growing up in Philadelphia, these big cities, major cities one midwest one east coast um one common denominator that i've gotten though uh, is that both cities have very crab in the bucket black communities in terms of their philosophy i wanted to know uh hearing from both of you do you agree with that or do you think it's a little bit more complex
0: well i can't really speak on philadelphia um but i know in chicago i left home at 18 So I didn't I saw what it was in the beginning. So I didn't let the crabs in the barrel mentality kind of bring me down. If anything, it pushed me to go out and just um, get with like minded people. Because if you're thinking all the good things, you can't be the only one, it has to Mm. be other people that's thinking the same things as you. So it was up to me to leave to say, you know what, I have to go find like minded people, I have to find people that's headed in the same place I'm going. And um, that's pretty much what I did. And I left home at 18 with a $5 bill in my pocket. I got a chance to travel all around, and I settled in Atlanta, and I started meeting all of the people that I needed to meet to be able to do something of this magnitude. So you don't necessarily have to go into partnerships like this with people you've known forever and people you went to school with and things like that. It's, you get like-minded individuals, but that's on the same wavelength as you and you can achieve so much.
1: I agree with that. Ashley, what are your thoughts about growing up in Philly and how has it affected you?
2: Well, I mean, I grew up in Philadelphia at a time where it was like Jill Scott, Jaguar, Wright, and right? And and it was just cool to be black. So I, uh, I had a lot of great experiences growing up in Philadelphia and you know, it just helped me to be a hustler at the end of the day, to be able to see opportunities to see trends and figure out how to capitalize off of them. And that's what I know I got from, you know, growing up in Philly and having a mother as an entrepreneur, those things definitely have stuck with, stuck with me for life.
1: That's what's up. So now do you live in Toomsboro or are you kind of visiting from where you are in Atlanta?
0: We just kind of go back on a day-to-day basis, on a weekly basis. We both live in the DeKalb County area.
1: Okay, so you that's like closer to Atlanta. Uh, yes. So how far is like the drive to Tombsboro from where you are?
0: Two and a half hours.
1: So it's like two and a half hour drive yes. down there. And so you guys have this event that's coming up. you You mentioned it earlier. Uh, It's actually supposed to be happening this coming weekend, isn't it? Yes. Okay, And what's it called and and what's going to happen during the course of this particular event?
2: Well, it's called the Big Black Campout. And we're really excited because we've got tons of sponsors who've come on board. We put this event together in literally, I think it was like, what, 50 50 days or less. We (laughs) closed on the 25th of July. And we're having our event on September 4th, 5th, and 6th. And we've been so grateful. For one, our PR uh, agent, she- Kenya Sheets, is just phenomenal. She's helped us to spread our story and to you know share what it is we're doing with the world. And it's really cool because people are interested in how can we come together to build communities like this all over the country. And so we have people who are literally coming from as far as California, Utah, Portland, Seattle, uh, Florida, Philly, all kinds of places to be here with us. And we've got dope sponsors that have come on board and um, that are going to be um, doing workshops and seminars. Everything from environmentally, uh, how to be environmentally green with your um, energy sources and heal nature with green energy. We're talking about uh, homeschooling your children with Queen Tassi from Liberated Minds Institute. We also have the community development, uh, community design solutions, excuse me. They're coming to talk about how to actually uh, work with contractors and architects to be able to build on your land and what that process looks like. We've got carpenters that are going to be doing facilitating workshops with the teenagers and men and, of course, women who are interested in how to build benches and a shed that will be a permanent shed on the mm. land once it's done. So we've got really cool things. We're gonna have yoga workshops as well, yoga in the morning. We're gonna have mixed fit class and we're keeping our social distancing in
1: mind. <laughs> of course.
2: Plan, and everybody's getting been giving us lots of slack because they're like, oh, we don't wanna wear masks, we're gonna be outdoors. But the reality is if you're gonna be around people, you have to respect the social contract folks. And wear your mask, especially when you're just walking around and going to camp and that kind of thing It's really important when we're doing our group uh, sessions as well. We're going to have firearms training as well and safety classes. We've got the National African American Gun Association providing that. We've got a lot of great things that people are going to be pleasantly surprised that we pulled together in such a short time. I gotta take a moment to also thank our sponsors, the Black Achievement Fund um, for being a sponsor with us and becoming a strategic partner, one of our first strategic partners actually in this mission that we're doing. And then of course, we've got um, the Warden RV Park, which is one of the very few black owned RV parks in the country has come on as a sponsor. Um, We have Windstream has come on as a sponsor as well. So we just are really, really excited. Shout out to pain to wellness right here in Atlanta, Georgia, that came on as a sponsor. People came on right away and put their money where their mouth was because so many people believe in what it is we're doing in this season.
1: Wow, yeah, it's, it sounds like it. And and I mean, that's a lot of sponsors, first and foremost. And, and, and I'm just listening to every one of them that you mentioned. And it sounds like you've got the bases covered. And I think that it's a true testament to the law of attraction that I believe in, and that you attract exactly what you are, uh, more so than what you want. And it looks like you are this place. Where do you see it in the next five years? I, want, I would love to hear from the both of you, what your vision is, where do you see it? Where do you see Tombsboro, Georgia, the 96.71 acres that you purchased what do you see happening? I
0: um, always well, we see it as a beautiful place where people come and hang out. Um, we just see one, we just want to see people come and and just live in peace and have fun in peace and enjoy everything that we're doing for them like um, we expect to see beautiful trees and nice tiny homes and um, nice little recreational areas for ATVs and a lake for fishing and things like that. So we just have to stay tuned. Whatever we manifest, like Ashley was the one that got me into meditation and affirmations and things like that after my accident. So that um whatever we manifest is what we'll see.
2: That's it. <laughs> yeah. And I think for me the ninety six acres is a great start. And we know that like we've been telling, like our 96.71 acres are not for sale. We um, have already committed those acres to the families who have come on board there. We live, you know, building their residences there. And we're going to be creating like a community um, projects and things. So like the teeny cabins and we want to have a country club feel where people can come and be able to enjoy weddings and family reunions and um, just be able to recreate and have fun on the land with us. But we have a bigger vision for the unincorporated part of Wilkinson County that we um, have decided to make our future city of freedom. And it would be great if we could turn it into a place that is Safe for Black folks, ran by Black folks, and where our allies are indeed welcome to be there and live amongst us, but where Black leadership can take its place and we can thrive and we can own um, this land and enjoy. Plan on uh, building, being able to purchase some more land nearby, the mm-hmm. acreage that we've purchased so that we could build more homes for all of the folks that are interested in making their home in Freedom, Georgia. We wanna make sure that we have enough parcels and me as a realtor, realtor, I'm helping to bring together another collective to purchase some land nearby. So we're, we're hoping we're able to bring more people to the area and really set this idea of a new black Wall Street, a new black city for black families on fire. Like we really hope that we can make this happen. And all we need to do is come together and unify. And one of the things we've been telling people to do is to simply sign up for our with our partners at the Black Achievement Fund. And with nine dollars a month, we could literally as black Americans come together and our allies, because it doesn't just have to be blacks. Everybody can do this with us. a month, 10 million people, we would be able to make $90 million a year, 1 billion annually, and we can purchase land and build the infrastructure that we need to be able to create these jurisdictions for ourselves where we can govern ourselves. And that's what we are hoping that we can do. And that's what we're hoping that we are inspiring across the country is for people to get together and buy land and build something for themselves, and that's what this whole movement really is about. And the Black Achievement Fund can help us all to do that by just making a small nine dollar a month donation at baf.solutions.com. Not dot com. So, just baf.solutions.
1: Say say that say that website again so people can hear you. Yes, yeah, B A F for Black Achievement Fund,
2: B A F dot
1: B-A-F dot solutions. Okay, that's B-A-F dot solutions. All right, so I, but before I end the, the pod, there is always a quick game that I like to play. It's called Rapid Fire. I'm going to just say a word, and I just want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Uh, and, and either of you can participate. It doesn't matter. I would love to hear your thoughts on uh, the following words. Are you ready to play? Let's play. All right. Black Wall Street
2: Protect it
1: Capitalism.
0: We need money.
1: <laughs> Land Wealth Georgia
2: Opportunity
1: Chadwick Bozeman
2: an uh, icon.
1: 2021 (laughs) ladies i thank you so much for spending some time with me today for the new black society podcast uh as always you can listen to the new black society podcast twice per week as i post them i appreciate you ladies for being on the call with me we got to get up. i got to get over there to tombsboro and uh you know put some money down and and put up my uh my tent uh, enjoy the great outdoors you need to
2: Everybody's coming. Don't be a square. You be there. Be square. Because everybody is coming. <laughs> I promise you that. It's about to be an epic time.
1: Fantastic. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining me on the pod. Uh, again, I appreciate you. And best wishes for Thank you. We appreciate Tuesday. you.
0: Thanks for listening to the new Black Society podcast with Nate Wilson. You can subscribe to this podcast on any platform podcast play. See you next time.